Welcome everyone to the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. I'm your host, Isaac, and on this podcast, we aim to help you become the hero of your own story and live life on your terms. Thank you for tuning in today, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode on the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. Thank you all for joining me today, and today is going to be a very interesting very open, very raw conversation. Today is Wednesday, July 27th, and this episode is going to air tomorrow morning, July 28th. I have been so occupied with a lot of things going on with rebranding some of the content here with figuring out the next three, six, 12 months of what the podcast is going to look like, what the offerings on the website are going to look like as well as the other businesses and how they're going to grow and scale. And I've been so backlog on recordings, on just getting content out there. But as you say a message, you also have to believe and not only believe, but deliver and execute on that message. So doesn't matter if I'm tired, doesn't matter if it's late. I have a commitment to get this out to you guys. And that's what I'm doing here today. Nevertheless, even if it is last minute, I do want to stress the importance of delivering your best quality work and also delivering what really makes sense and what really will deliver value and not just something you're throwing together last minute. So this has been a topic that I've been planning to talk about in a Just the Facts episode. But to be honest, I think this sort of fireside stories and perspective episode is really going to help you guys see it from a lens of how does it apply to people that have found some success but aren't yet successful? How does it apply to people that actually, you know, give a shit about their lives and want better for their lives and really want to see things happen and want to make things happen? So let's get right into what it is. Happiness isn't a destination. It's a byproduct. Happiness is created by finding meaning in something else. Pursuing happiness as a destination is a futile and a terrible goal and aspiration. Why? Because happiness doesn't occur that way. You can't chase happiness. Think of it how we think of money. What happens when you chase money? It runs from you. You don't chase money. You do something that attracts money. You provide value, deliver a service, perform an act someone else can't. You're specialized. You have skills. If you're a really good salesperson, you're delivering someone else's product to someone who needs the product, and you're convincing them why they need that product and how it solves their problems. That's where you make the money. If you are a doctor, not everyone can do what you do as a doctor. In fact, very few can. So your value and monetary worth increases because the scarcity and the demand also increases. Same with happiness. You do not chase happiness. You become happy. You get that feeling of happiness when you pursue what is meaningful. Why? Because happiness is in the mind. Happiness occurs in a state that doesn't exist in the real world. It occurs internally, not externally. And so in order for that internal happiness to occur, 
you need to have situations that allow for happiness to foster and prosper. What do I mean by fostering and prospering is fulfillment in the brain releases a set of chemicals in the brain and neurotoxins. On top of that, it also wires the brain in a different way. Why? Because you're so focused, concentrated, and ultimately happy. That is a flow of happiness when you're doing something that is meaningful, when you feel as if you belong and you found a place in the world. Because you have to think about it from two positions, us as natural beings and us as supernatural beings. Natural is the flow of life. Natural is the state of the world, of earth. Supernatural is whatever force you deem to believe in, whether that be a god, whether it be a fate, whether it be just plain luck. Whatever you choose to believe in, that's a different type of thing. But that's what deems the boundary of happiness. And we have to understand that as people, we set the boundaries, expectations, and limits for what things mean. We define happiness. We define success. Now, we can let others define it for us, but we are still making a choice to either define it for ourselves or let it be defined and adopt what someone else defined it as. So that's all good and said. How does this relate to, one, to me, but also to you as, as a listener? It's what are you really chasing after right now? You know, you, you just think, what's the top thing you want right now? What is the one thing you really want? Then you sit there and you say, why do I want that? Okay, I want money. I want a car that's extremely nice and expensive. I want to watch. I want to travel the world. I want to find a long-term partner. I want to have a bunch of partners and do whatever I want. I just want a simple life. I want to have my own place. I want to have several cars. I want to get out of a job that I hate. I want to be a podcaster. I want to be a doctor. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be a day trader. I want to be a digital nomad. I mean, you could say so many different things, infinite amount of different things. And it's like, well, that's great. But how does this relate to why you're really here? For example, me. I know everything that I relate, what I do, is about someone that's an innovator, a creator, and an inspirer. That's what I see myself as. If I'm not innovating, if I'm not inspiring, if I'm not creating something, then to me, what I am doing is not as fulfilling as it could be. It lacks purpose and it lacks direction. So what I do, I ensure that when I commit my time to it, well, then I know, hey, this relates to my purpose. This will bring me some happiness, but that's not really the goal. The goal is I'm producing something that I will be proud of and that ultimately will help this world be a better place in how I think it should be. So we have to understand that happiness will come when you pursue what is meaningful, when you go after what matters to you. And, you know, sometimes it's hard. And this is the part where, you know, especially when you're on that self-improvement treadmill, like sometimes just long. 
And sometimes it's a matter of like, you think you got there and you're not really there. You think you got there and you're not really there. And while it's important to understand that you haven't made it to maybe where you want to be, or at least in some part, you have to recognize that you need to be proud and understanding of the growth and progression it took you to get from where you started to where you are now. Don't neglect your small wins because there's going to come a day that if you keep putting in the work, you're going to get what you want. You're going to get what you want, but if you forgot to enjoy the journey, there's nothing you can do that's going to take you back. No millionaire or billionaire will be will ever be able to get their time back. And I promise you they would trade their entire fortune to be a 20-year-old again, to be a 30-year-old again, even a 40-year-old. What do you think Warren Buffett, for example, wants more than anything? It's not more money. It's not more cars or houses or even higher returns. Imagine if Warren Buffett had the opportunity to trade all of his billions, almost a hundred, if not more than those net worth off the top of my head, for the chance to be a 25-year-old again. I guarantee you he'd take it in an instant. So understand that maybe if money isn't your most abundant commodity, something else is. Because we always have sacrifices and trade-offs. You just have to deem which one is yours. So it isn't an excuse to be, to be lazy and not to pursue stuff and not to improve in all areas of life. But it's to say that don't neglect what you already have for what you don't. Don't stop watering one side of the garden to try to grow another side of the garden. Start building a system, a sprinkler system that covers the entire area, both the stuff that needs to grow and the stuff that's already grown. And take a look back once in a while and smile. This morning I was working out, and today's a Wednesday, so that's a leg day for me. And, you know, I was going through some uh, hex squats, and there was just a moment where I remember this quote from Marcus Aurelius, and it talked about what a pleasure it is to breathe, to be able to walk, to live, to love, to be able to open our eyes and just see another sunrise. And in that moment, you know, I felt so calm and peaceful, so a sense of euphoria, really. And it's like that right there was such a, such a nice moment to have. And if we get too caught up in where we're trying to go, we miss out on these moments. And that's the issue. That's the whole argument about happiness too. Not only is it internal and not external, but happiness needs to be accepted and it needs to be rejoiced. And it also needs to be known that it's not a permanent thing or a destination, right? It's a state of being, just like being sad or angry is. It's going to come and go. And we need to let it go when it goes and we need to let it in come in. We have to be receptive. We have to be open. You have to understand that the most beautiful moment you have is right now. And I appreciate you for taking the time to listen to what I have to say at this very moment. 
but start being so protective of your time. Start being protective of what you choose to do, what you choose to consume, and what you choose to listen to. People always talk about these dopamine detoxes where basically it's just like, stop doing things that are trash, like being on social media all day, scrolling through stuff, and eating junk food, and go back to being a human. And they're like, it's way better. It's like, no shit, of course it's better. Like, really think about it. Of course it's better when you don't have this stuff that isn't helping you. If you scroll on stuff that will not make you better for hours upon hours on a day, and you don't go out, one, you don't have interaction, and two, you're not pursuing something meaningful, well, yeah, unfortunately, you're really not going to be doing pretty well for yourself. And then at the same time, too, it's like, you really just got to understand, like, Hold yourself accountable, but also start to try to rewire your brain. Start to love going to the gym. Start to love what you do and start to be grateful that you get to do it, right? Change the words in your head and catch yourself. I have to go to work. I get to go to work. I have to go to school. I get to go to school. I have to take care of my kids. I get to take care of my kids. I have to go home to my family. I get to go home to my family. What if you didn't have that job? What if you couldn't go to school? What if you were never able to have kids? What if you weren't able to have a family or to be married or to be with a person or to have a partner? We can get caught up in what ifs all day, but are you really just going to be angry and pessimistic all this time because you're so focused on what you don't have. Because I promise you, one thing that will guarantee unhappiness is focusing on what you don't have versus what you do have. It's tough sometimes. It's tough to catch ourselves, and sometimes it sucks to do so. And that brings me to the next point about happiness is that we have to work on ourselves and we have to spend time working on ourselves and sometimes be selfish with it. No way around it. But we, as men primarily, but as a species, we are pack animals. We don't have to do this alone. And I stress the importance of that because I've done it alone a lot. And I'm not going to neglect that I didn't do a good job or even I deem a great job of what I did. But you don't have to be alone. Everything I did alone, I could have done with a community, with a pack to support me, to guide me. And to, and I want to admit too, I also made sure I didn't make many mistakes. Not big mistakes, you mean. I did make a lot of small mistakes, but not big mistakes. But even still having a community that knows what they're talking about can streamline so many different things. And really to relate this real quick is if any, if you've, any of you listening have studied economy or know any basics about economic principles, studying economic principles can really impact your life in such a positive way when it comes to applying those principles to your day-to-day. Like an economic principle... Um, the Pareto Principle was used to, to talk about wealth distribution um, in Europe. But 
they've used it for time, for efficiency, for clients. So like, you know, or like sales, for example, like 80% of your income came from 20% of your clientele. Like that, that ratio has been consistent and it's economic. And so my point here is that talk about economics, we can talk about globalization and specialization, right? So it's like instead of one factory, one car factory manufacturing all the parts for Toyota, they might have 17 different manufacturing places. One does the body parts, one does the engine, one does the tires, one does the suspension, whatever. And it's more efficient because you're specialized. Communities are very similar. Now, you might need to have a little bit of your expertise in what you're doing, but at the same time, if you know, you're fantastic with numbers and you got someone that's fantastic with people combined with someone that's fantastic with their words and with storytelling, well, now you've got a pretty good basis to have a team for an entrepreneur. So someone that can put all those things together and be a leader and then you have those three specializations, you have a strong core team. Now, could the entrepreneur do it himself? Absolutely. But is he more effective with a specialized team? Not to mention more people supporting him? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So what I mean by this too is that happiness is internal, not external. Fulfillment is also internal, not external. But being in sync and operating on that same frequency as these other people that are like-minded also brings some of that to the table too. And it gives you easier environments for you to find that, for you to find that happiness and that flow state because you're working on things that are meaningful with people that are meaningful. I mean, what better way is that to become the hero of your own story than to live life on your terms do what makes you fulfilled, therefore happy, with the people that you want to do it with who make you happy, when and where you want to do it. Maybe you don't want to work that much. Maybe you do. And one thing that I've learned over and over again is the perspective that we share between people will always be different. Your perspective listening to this episode will be a hundred times different than mine or than someone else's because we all come from different backgrounds and different personalities and different states of being and different ways of seeing the world. And our perspectives are unique just as our gift and our purposes and our characters and personalities. And we have to tap into that. We have to build that. We have to nourish that and grow it and build it into something. When we build it into something and we cultivate it and we find our lane, that's when the change happens. That's when the beauty really takes form. And it, there's nothing more beautiful. And what you find too is that other people's success doesn't intimidate you anymore. It doesn't make you scared or angry or envious. It makes you joyful and happy and content for the other person. Why is that? Because no one poses a threat to you other than yourself. 
how can someone who doesn't have the same goals and aspirations or the same perspective on the world pose a threat to you want what do you want to be doing it doesn't make sense because they're not competing directly against you you compete to be the best you and the only person you have to beat is yourself therefore there's no reason to tear others down your success should be built on your own foundation not by tearing others down and putting yourself on top of others and so i think one of the most beautiful points that i tapped into a little bit today what i've been seeing in my life is sometimes we're in, we're in phases where we might not be doing something And so I think one of the most beautiful points that I tapped into a little bit today, what I've been seeing in my life is sometimes we're in, we're in phases where we might not be doing something that we love or that's the most fulfilling or that's what we want to be doing. But then we got to ask ourselves, is this getting me closer to where I want to be, to doing what I want to do, to being who I want to be? And what are those next steps to get there? I think we need to get rid of this misconception and this confusion between being strategic and not rushing into things and being comfortable and complacent and hesitating to move in the right direction. It's okay to take a misstep, but don't let the fear of being wrong outweigh the fear of misaction. Because we can adjust course, we can course correct. If we're launching to the moon and we're launching from, you know, we're launching from Earth, we can launch and we can make adjustments. If we have a general idea and know where we're going and roughly how we're going to get there, obviously there's going to be bumps. There's going to be issues. But we can make it work. And we can make it work by paying attention, by being prepared, by being vigilant. Do what is necessary and required and do it with discipline and consistency. Show up to what is necessary, regardless of how you feel, regardless of your emotions. And with that self-respect, you're breeding the grounds for one, for you to find what's fulfilling, and two, for you to be happy. Because one, you're respecting yourself, and respect is a big important of happiness because you're respecting the character that you have. And once you move into what's fulfilling, you respect yourself and you're doing what you love of course you're going to find happiness. Happiness is within, not without. Gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed. I am tired. I loved recording this episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed and took out the information you needed. As always, reach out to us on our website. Let me know what you guys enjoyed. Let me know what you guys want to see next. Big things are coming. Big things are coming. 
lot more social activities going to be happening very, very soon. Working with a few guests that I think will be absolutely terrific for you guys. Um, talking about careers and networking and talking about walking in our purpose with you know different kinds of um, guest members as well as starting to ramp up the other voices series, bringing on two, three guests to talk with me. So I really hope you guys are going to enjoy what's coming. So stay tuned, subscribe, follow, follow the feed, and be active on our socials. Be active and reach out to me because I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing the support, love hearing the questions. And to wrap it up, we know how this video goes. Gentlemen, as always, chase greatness, chase excellence, and chase the you from tomorrow. Thank you for listening to today's episode on the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode. Reach out to us at www.thegentlemansatlas.com and tell us what you'd like to see next. Your support is greatly appreciated and see you in the next episode.